0: Welcome into episode 13 of the Godly Young Men podcast. The topic for today is one that, look, we we usually try to be fairly lighthearted on this yep. show. Yep. Uh, this is something that we, we don't want people to dread listening to or watching like, oh man, all these guys do is talk about serious stuff and no fun. You know, We don't want this show to be like right. that. And so we tried to be jovial and lighthearted for a lot of the other episodes. And we're going to continue to do that, not with this episode. Right. This episode is one of those that... Look, we, we think it deserves a lot of seriousness. We think it deserves a lot of gravity, a lot of, again, just you taking it seriously. And so we'll pick back up on the jokes and things next week. There's not going to be a ton of joking here. This is a very serious topic. We're talking about yeah. lust. And we're talking about specifically for godly young men, how do you deal with lust? Yeah. How do you fight lust? Because you think about it. You know, there, there are maybe some other things that we're going to discuss as far as temptations and maybe peer pressure things that sure. some people might look at and say, look, I'm, I'm never going to struggle with that. I'm right. not tempted by alcohol. I'm not tempted by drugs, whatever it is. You would be hard-pressed to find a young man that's going to be like, nah, I'm not re- I'm, I don't really deal with lust. Not really something that I'm tempted by. Yes, I know they're out there. Very small percentage. Right. Most young men, and, and again, when I say most, 99.9% of young men are… Are going to fight a battle against lust it really is kind of every young men's battle and so this is a very serious subject and this yep. is something that we want to practically look at we want to look at it from God's Word but practically speaking how do we fight lust we've got eight things that we're gonna look at eight practical ways to to fight against lust but Joe I want you to kind of speak to as we get started why this is so serious why is this something that we've got on our outline as every young man's battle
1: first off there's a biological aspect God created us to be sexual beings and so when does that happen I mean, there's all the, the old stories of 2,000, 3,000 years ago of people getting married around 13, 14 years old. And you can see why. Because yeah. consider when the sex drive starts to ramp up. A lot of kids hitting puberty 12, 13, 14 years old. I'm not saying you're ready for marriage. Um, but there is a biological aspect where things start to get a lot more difficult for us around that time. We start noticing girls more. They mature a little faster. They hit puberty a little faster. But when we do, man, it ramps up. And then think about the culture that we live in. Yeah. Think about... I mean, whether it be just open internet access to free porn, whenever, Instagram, Netflix, social media, TikTok, yep. social media, you know, any of those things, um, immodest girls going down the street, billboards, uh, even, you know, you go to sporting events and you can't hardly get away from it. Cheerleaders, whatever it is. So we're
0: inundated by opportunities to lust at Forty, all times. 40 years ago, immodest dress was a lot harder to come by. Right. You know, right. there were just very few places where you could count on seeing it now. Man, like you said, you walk out the door, you're gonna see it. There are very at, few at, places at you can count on to not, not yeah, even a church.
1: Exactly. A lot of the time, that is right. Very I true. mean, guys walk into church, and you got young, young women, and sometimes older women who just don't care about it. And we have the well, it's my body, and you just you perverts need to stop looking. Right, don't look. Yeah, that can get really frustrating. But the the bottom line is, I think we were looking at stats right before 84 percent of. Males aged 13 and under will run across pornography. 13 and under. 13 and under. That's the statistics. The one I had read was, I think it was high 90s, maybe 97% um, of males before age 18.
0: And what is it? The average age of first exposure to pornography is what, down to eight years old now? Yeah. I mean, or something like I that? I think yeah.
1: the average they said is 11. I've known kids down to six, and that's that's going down. What was it, 13, yeah. 12, 11? I think you're right. It's hitting lower and lower. And so, yeah, you're going to run across it. And that doesn't mean you're addicted. That doesn't mean you're giving in to lust all the time.
0: It does mean this is a serious problem. You will run across it. What do you do when you run across it? Right. And we're going to devote a whole episode to pornography, right. internet pornography. This episode is not going to be about that. This episode is going to be about, look, how do I fight against lust in my everyday life? Again, not 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 talking about pornography, talking right. about going down the street, at the mall, whatever. How do I, how do I fight against that? Yeah. So, again, we've got eight things that we want to look at. We've got some scriptures we're going to get to here in just a second. I do want to bring this up. I actually don't even have this on our outline, but what you just said kind of spurred me on to this. With the modesty-lust debate, there's always – it's kind of the two sides of, well, the the girls need to dress better and the guys need to not look and not sexualize. That is – both of those things are 100% true. It is absolutely – you cannot look at the girls and say it is 100% all their fault. If, if they didn't dress that way, I wouldn't have this problem. But you also, if you're on the girls' side, you can't look at the guys and say right. that's 100% all them. It shouldn't matter what I wear. Neither of those things are true. But with this being the Godly Young Men podcast, which side are we going to focus on for this episode? We're going to focus on you, your mind, your self-control, right. and your ability to, again, just simply look the other direction. Yeah. Not let your mind uh, you know, take take you places you shouldn't go. And so we'll probably do an episode on modest dress as well because yeah. it can be an issue for guys too later on down the road. Let's get to some scripture here. Sure. Um, several places we could go. The one that comes to my mind, and this is going to kind of tie us into some practical things later, is Ephesians chapter 6. When Paul talks about putting on the armor of God, what, is he, what does he talk about as the reason for that? So that you may be able to stand against what? The wiles of the devil, the things yep. the devil's going to throw at you. You think Satan doesn't know precisely what is tempting to oh, young absolutely. men. Yeah, He knows exactly what's tempting to young men. And so, again, if, if you're somebody who you acknowledge readily, yes, this is something that I deal with, that's probably what he's going to be throwing at you. So in Ephesians 6, of course, we don't have time to go into an in-depth Bible study of Ephesians 6, sure. you know, 10 through 17. But he's talking about, hey, gird yourself with these things, the belt of truth, right? The shield of faith, breastplate of righteousness, all these things that these are going to protect you. How does one practically do that? That's a great question. We have to, first, and this is going to sound
1: basic, we got to be in our word, we got to be praying, we've got to be around people that are helping us put the armor on. Sometimes the armor can be difficult to put on ourselves. It can be heavy, it can be whatever it is. And it helps to have other people who are alongside us. But we have these eight ways that we want to guard ourselves against these things, which I would say is the shield of faith, right? We want to have, yeah. we want to put our faith in God. We want to make sure we're focused on Him. And that, look, Satan will be shooting those flaming arrows. That just absolutely will happen. And the easiest way for him to do it, as you you know already referenced, is throughout lust. Because porn addiction is, is skyrocketing. As we said, we're not discussing porn addiction right now, but he gets it in at a young age with lust.
0: Because the other thing is you can justify yourself and go, well, I'm not addicted to porn. Right. And so you can right. justify, well, lust really isn't that, you know, lingering eyes at a yeah. girl in a bathing suit. That's, I'm not looking at porn. So it's yeah, not, exactly. you know what I mean? You can yeah. justify yourself. Well,
1: yeah, because hardcore pornography, I mean, no, 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 I, right. I don't get into that. It's like, Yeah, but you're doing the same thing in your heart. It may not be to the same extent or same level, but yeah, it's it's coming from the same place. And so you're right. I think we gotta we gotta make sure our shield is strong enough, but we also wanna be able to go on the offensive in taking care of this as well. We're not just defending and defending and defending ourselves, but we're actually going the offense. But one of the things that Job says in Job thirty-one one is he says, I made a covenant with my eyes, how then can I gaze upon and depending on your translation, a virgin or a woman, and that's really what we have to do. Is we have to take yeah. we, we have to basically have this covenant with ourselves, with our eyes. I will not do this and take it as
0: seriously as possible. You have to want to. That's want exactly to not, it. I guess and yeah.
1: I work with this for a living. I work you know with guys that struggle with this um, all the time and the guys that make it the guys that that really turn away from lust and start pursuing better things are those who are willing to put it to death. Yep. They take it incredibly seriously and that idea of I I made this covenant with my eyes if it's like oh it's it's not that big a deal or I'm not looking at hardcore pornography or you know we start justifying as you mentioned well, you'll stay in this forever because you're
0: not seeing this as the insidious threat that it is. Exactly. So again, if you're watching this as we're about to get into these points, if you're watching this, decide right now, no, I want to fight against this. Not just, oh, I'm going to... Again, let my eyes wander and let my eyes linger and kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's acceptable, right? It's or it's accepted. It's normal for guys to do that. That's something you have to, as a godly young man, you have to decide right now, as jo- as you said with Job, I will make a covenant with, my, with myself, with my eyes. I will not look upon that.
1: Well, and this isn't on the outline either, but I think it's important as you're saying this is bringing up why. Because you may have some guys that say, why is it as, as what's important? the big deal? what's the sure. big deal right? like yeah, you know it, it's all part of the thing marriage will make it go away like it's fine it's all it's all okay. And what I would say briefly before we really get into the the eight points of our outline, first off, you're objectifying women you're you're turning them never in. okay. it's never okay. you're turning them into objects instead of turning them into children of God people that are are worthy of your respect worthy of love and and by love that means you're taking care of them and you're not objectifying them. But you're also robbing yourself. This isn't your time. When you're married is a time to take your passion and to take your sex drive and to be able to bring that into the marriage and create yeah. the best sexual union possible in your marriage. That's fantastic. But before that, what we're doing is is we're getting hyperactive and we're using our sex drive, again, to objectify, but also we're robbing ourselves of, because so much shame goes into this, we're robbing ourselves of peace. We're robbing ourselves of being the ability to feel loved and to feel whole and everything else we're lusting after these things and what lust is is my inability to feel whole i'm lusting because i need that i want that we need christ right now and we need good relationships and we need you know eventually you'll need a woman but not today not when you're 15
0: 16 17 years old i want to bring up too we know that 15 to 25 year olds are not the only people to watch our show maybe you're married and watching this this episode is still for you because lust can still be a battle after you're married. It's not like you said it's not you get married and, oh lust goes away forever right. like you never right. notice any other girl or any other woman or or whatever. It's not the way it works. And right. so don't think if you're married oh this episode is not for me. No, it very much is. I want let's go ahead and get into it. we're 10 minutes in we haven't even sure. hit our first point yet. Um again, <laughs> okay. just kind of eight practical steps, not really steps, tips, I guess, things yeah. things that you need to work on if you truly want to fight this battle. Again, if you don't want to fight this battle, quit watching right now, and go do something else. Right. These are for this is for people who really want to be godly young men and fight the battle of lust. So the first one I really want you to get into, uh, because the way you've described it before has been really, really, you know, helpful to me as far as the way you explain it. The first thing we've got is rigorously practice eye bouncing. That phrase eye bouncing might be new to some people. What does that mean? Get into that. Yeah. So this comes from a book, um, and
1: you kind of alluded to it. Every young man's battle, every man's battle. Arterburn and Stoker, I think, are the uh, the authors of that book. Very well known. Some people have real problems with it. Uh, it, it gives me more ideas. Well, then don't read books like that, I guess. Sure. <laughs> but I think it's got some fantastic ideas. And, and the key one that I took from it is this idea of bouncing your eyes. And all that is is you know you you're looking at somebody, a woman's walking down the street, and you, you are tempted to lust after her which I should have mentioned, one of the biggest reasons why we shouldn't is it's a sin. Sorry, should I come back around to that? It's a sin that stands, I,
0: yeah. Abomination I in the eyes of God. Yeah, right, I mean, I, I probably should have put
1: that one uh, maybe first, but kind of take it for granted. Um, it is a sin, and because of that, again, how, how can I gaze upon a virgin? How can I gaze upon a woman? So the idea is, avert your gaze, and then you bounce your eyes, and you don't get used to having your eyes on something for too long, because, man, it's very easy to let our mind just... Start firing toward. Oh wow, I like that body part, or I like this, or I like that. And instead, it's like I see it. Okay, I'm looking at something else, and then I move see on, that, and then I yeah. I move to something else. Because if you stay too long, like I see it, and you go, oh, whoa, whoa, that's pretty nice, and you keep
0: your eyes focused on that, how quickly does that turn into lust? You'll see that with little kids. They'll they'll know, like maybe with just kissing or something. There'll right. be a commercial, and they'll be watching, and they know that that's not. So they'll they'll oh my goodness, you know, turn their head real yeah. quick. A lot of people, they lose that habit when they when they oh, get yeah. older. And so, again, I don't have a ton to add. It. To, yeah, because you, it, you can either linger, indulge, kind of keep the gaze, or you can choose to, nope, I'm, I'm going to bounce my eyes. And again, it is a habit. It takes yep. practice. It's something that you've got to you know get used to doing over and over and over again. But I think this one's really good. The next several that we're going to get into, they're very linked together. So we don't want to spend too much time on them, but they're all incredibly important. And so the second thing that we've got on here is avoid certain places where lust is going to be a problem and again this is something that you have to decide to fight it right so many guys love going to the beach why do they love going to the beach because there's a lot of girls with barely any clothes yeah, on be at the honest beach. with yourself yeah again that's again that's why guys like going on spring break yeah. and all these things you've got to choose to avoid certain places where you know lust is going yeah. to be a problem things like the beach things like school dances if we've got that's public right. schoolers in here that are always wanting to go to prom Probably one of the reasons that guys want to go to prom. Just places where you know immodesty modesty is going to be a problem. Now, we want to have all the caveats. Are we saying never go to the beach? Not necessarily. There, there are things that you can avoid at certain times. Maybe you want to get into those. But it's all about knowing your own boundaries and knowing, look, if I go to the beach on July 7th and it's packed full of people – probably not going to be great for my lust problem if i go to a prom dance where the whole school is there all the girls are there and and who knows what kind of gown or dress for the night probably not good get into a little bit more of that but again this is one of those where you got to decide you've got it you've got to decide this is something i'm not going to do exactly
1: well it's difficult to bounce your eyes when you bounce from woman in bathing suit to bathing suit to bathing suit it's like there's nowhere to bounce your eyes because it's so full not a good idea not a good idea and but you also this goes to doesn't that seem a little drastic, a little extreme? Yeah. Are you, you, know, you seriously the, saying? You're seriously saying we have to avoid it? Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are. Why? Because it's this serious. Yeah. Because lust again can take you away from everything that is is good and can turn you into somebody you don't want to be. Been there myself. So we have to take it as seriously as it is. And as you're talking, the public pools, you know, it's very easy. And and it, yeah, it was tempting to be invited by my friends. to, Hey, let's go to Water World. Water World in, yeah. in Colorado was a big deal. Um. Look at it now. It's like, this was stupid. Uh, my mom wouldn't let us go. And for good reason. Yeah. Because you you drive by there on a summer day. It's like, whoa, you know, that's not even going to the park. You'd have to, to bounce your eyes. Pool so, parties with, with school friends yeah. or even church
0: friends. To yes, some exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean, all of these areas, there's so many different places. And right now, public school, I think just walking in the halls is one of those. Um
0: it's difficult. So I would say to the best of your ability, avoid those places. It's it's that simple. And obviously we're talking to here to people who, who can drive themselves places. Yeah, exactly. I, I would hope and pray your parents are mindful of this. But this is for people that are, you know, are you driving yourself to the public pool? Are you right. driving yourself to, to spring break with your friends? And again, yes, it's drastic, but do you want to win this battle? Will and if you, go ahead. I was just gonna say real fast, if your parents aren't aware of this, bring it up to them. Absolutely. I'd rather not go there. Is that possible?
1: And it might be awkward, sure.
0: But I'd rather not. Sorry, to it. And again, the and setup. I'm not somebody who says who puts a taboo on the beach. We 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 have a beach trip planned here soon, actually, right. but it's not in June. It's in <laughs> April when right. the, people are in school. Uh, we go in January when there's yeah. literally nobody at the beach. And so, again, we're not going to come down black and white and say don't ever go to the beach and you know certain things like that. Yeah. But use common sense. Use your right. brain. Here, let's go ahead and get into the third one. And this yeah. one is one that I am so passionate about because I see I have seen Christian young men who this seems to not even cross their mind. Yeah, Don't f- be following Instagram models on Instagram and on Snapchat. Again, to me, this is so common sense. Yeah. Why do you think there are so many girls and women that are making so much money because of social media, be- being an Instagram model, um, being you know NIL athletes that are just racking up social media followers? Right. 80% of them are guys. Why do you think that is? It's because they're they know guys are going to follow them to look at them without their clothes yep. on most of the time or yep. you know mostly without their clothes on. Don't follow those. In fact, oh. I would encourage you to block those accounts. Yeah, yeah. It, it blows my mind that there's so many young men that that yeah maybe they don't watch hardcore pornography. They're totally fine to follow Kim Kardashian, Kim, Kim Kardashian, Livy D- Dunn, whoever it is on yeah. social media. It's like don't follow those people. Right. I, once again, I feel like
1: this is fairly simple, but this can be mind-blowing for some as you reference yeah. i mean i've had guys i've worked with with porn addicts and this is not a pornography episode but where again i've avoided oh i have put that stuff away yeah you know i am struggling this week type of thing and you go okay well what happened i was on instagram like the way i've heard that one before like yeah. i hear that a lot i was on instagram what's the first thing i tell them get it off your phone i would say first step don't follow him if you're finding that lust is continually a struggle and you're finding it specifically on
0: Snapchat, Instagram app, through one, app. Yeah, through one app. app, yeah, one or two apps. Like, maybe get rid of the app. Go ahead and let's go and merge this with the next one too. This is about TikTok. This yes, is, we, we had these separately because they're separately important, but we'll kind of blend them together here. Get off TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> number number four. Get off TikTok.
1: And the reason why is TikTok has a fantastic algorithm. I, I hate the app, but we were talking the other day about yeah. like how brilliant it is. Um, neither of us are on TikTok. Can't stand can't stand it. And one of the reasons why is they have really hacked the human consciousness, basically. They have. If you linger on a video for three or four seconds, it knows you lingered on it. You didn't and just so swipe out and keep going. And so going you and more so it of those, feeding content. You more. Well, you better be real on top of your game if it throws a girl in a swimsuit or whatever else. Oh, you lingered for three seconds? Guess what it knows now? It's going to feed you more You like of that. that. You yeah. like that. Interesting. Okay, well, we'll throw this. And then you linger the next time, the next time. That's the way the algorithm goes. And to get it off your feed, my understanding is... It's really difficult to do. You have to start avoiding those, you know, right and left. So if you start going down that path of, oh yeah, you like this or or you comment on one or you linger on one, it starts feeding you a lot more. So get off TikTok. That is nothing, in my opinion, but a lust
0: a lust app. There, there are there are a lot of reasons to get off TikTok. tock. It, it literally kills brain cells. Like it's not <laughs> yeah. even take away the immodesty. Part. That's so it it true. is killing your brain. That's so true. Maybe we'll do another episode on that, but for the specific reason about immodesty and lust, look, it, it, like you said, it is a, it is a minefield. You yeah. just ready for you to, to walk on for you to explode into a, a you know, lust is just a huge issue. And so what well, we separated these two, because we think you shouldn't even be on TikTok at all. Yeah. Instagram, we look, get it. It, it, again, if you are somebody who knows, yeah, this is a big problem for me because of Instagram, we would encourage you to delete Instagram yeah. too. But start with just don't follow those people. Block them. Yeah. You, use it for what it should be, which is following you know friends, following family. Unfortunately, sometimes you have friends who post pictures that aren't right. great, and so maybe it is something to just get rid of. But start with the obvious, the people that are on social media to not wear clothes and to make money because they know you're going to be looking at them don't follow those people especially you usually know let's yeah. be honest
1: you usually know who it is and you took you take one look at their profile picture you scroll through their feed for about, I don't know, two seconds, and you go, okay, I know it's one this is. This is not an account I need to be following. Let's block this one. Let's stay away from it. It can be a tool. It can be fantastic. Again, I'm not saying that's kind of the nuclear option. All we're saying is be willing to take the nuclear and option.
0: And, again, it takes maturity to realize, yep, I don't need to be following this account. Right. Unfollow, block, whatever. That takes maturity. A lot of 17-, 18-, 19-year-old Christian young guys don't have that maturity. Right. We're challenging you to have that maturity. Ties into number five as yep. well, if you want to get into number five yeah. for us.
1: Be selective with the with the TV shows, with the movies that you watch. Once again, feels like it's pretty basic, but how many guys do we hear talking to us about, um, man, it could be any number of different shows on Netflix, obviously the big one, uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. Everybody seems to know Game of Thrones, and yeah, there's a lot of Christians that avoid it, which is fantastic, but how much do you, you know, you, Whoa, well, yeah, we just got back from seeing Suicide Squad with Harley Quinn and, you know, Half Clothes. Like... I realize that's an old reference at this point, but yeah, these TV shows and these movies—you go to the theater. And did you look that up on plugged in online? Did you look that up on you know different places? Did you go? And then oh, next thing you know, yeah, there's a pool scene that lasts for you know ten. This minutes. is
0: again one of those things that these a lot of young guys might be watching on. Are they seriously telling me I need to look up the movie before I go see it? Yes, that's yeah. exactly what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, They're, it's hard for us to come down on you know as far as name dropping movies and things sure. like. Don't go watch this, or you certain to be watching. It's hard for us to do that. But listen, you should know that there are some things that are simply off limits. Yeah. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, Wolf of, Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. There there are just certain things that are completely off limits. Yeah. I'm not up to date on my TV shows, so I'm I don't really either. know as yeah. far as that goes. But you should know. And again, common sense tells you, why am I watching this? Am I watching right. this because it's exciting, it's a really good show, it's intriguing? Or am I watching it because of... So we on the blank yeah, yeah exactly nudity or whatever and so again all two through five that we've had as far as Instagram and TikTok and, and TV shows these are all kind of linked but it takes self control and it takes again I just said it the maturity to say not going to watch that and you I'm may just not watch you
1: else. may not know ahead of time that something's in there and so you may be like man I thought this was fine that's why you have to again we started with bounce your eyes the, the importance of that cannot be understated yeah. because it really is under all of these you run across something on, on Instagram bounce your eyes get off of it you are into a TV show and it's, man, it's a great TV show. And what they do is they hook you on the first season and the first season's like, boy, this is dynamite. Like, this is incredible. Then and they start introducing stuff. Exactly.
0: In the seasons and number
1: two, there's the LGBTQ character and there's a little more immodesty, a little more cussing. And you're like, ah, but I'm so hooked yeah. on the story. And next thing, like, this is how they push the agenda. They're smart. They know what to do. It seems like a family show and then it's not. You got to be willing and ready to bounce your eyes at all times because the moment that you start giving in, it becomes that much easier to just
0: allow yourself to go down that road. Absolutely. All right, so let's move on to number six and we'll kind of take a step away from the 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 screen aspect that's kind of dominated two through five here. Number six, Joe, you put on the outline and it you put get accountable. Let me read it exact. Exactly. Get accountable and serious about relationships in your life. I want you to elaborate sure. on, on it for just a second, but I'll tell you where my mind went when when I saw this one As far as, again, away from the screen side and more get accountable face-to-face with people, I would encourage every young man, find people who you can have these conversations with. Yep. Find people who are not going to make fun of you for, are you seriously looking up that show before you go watch it? Oh, why don't you follow XYZ on on Instagram? Oh, look at this TikTok video. Go follow this account. Those are not the people you need to be hanging out with. So as far as this one goes, where my mind went was find people, hopefully people like your dad, brothers, cousins, friends at church. Whoever who you can talk to about this and say, hey, what, what do you guys think? Should, should we go watch this movie? Or, hey, what, what do you guys think about X, Y, Z? Or, hey, I'm really struggling with this. What do you got? What What has helped you guys in the past? Man, you got to find people like that right. who you can share in this battle with and share tips and advice versus being around people who are just going to push you headfirst into the battle.
1: Right. And sometimes they're going to be the guys that you say, man, I love this show, and they go, you shouldn't be watching that. That's That's not okay. Yeah. You need people that's in needed. your life that are going to give you a little pushback. You know, a little friction. Instead of just going along going, oh, yeah, we love that Bunch tune. of yes He's, men. Yeah. Exactly. Yes men and, and as you say, guys that drag you down even further into, oh, yeah, if you like this show, you should watch this one. Maybe even worse content. Like, I grew up around hockey guys. I mean, yeah, I was shown porn at hockey. Like, the lust opportunities when you're around people that don't take it seriously is not good. I mean, there's there's plenty of that out there. So, if you're looking to lust and you're surrounding yourself by a bunch of bozos and idiots, guess what? There's probably going to be those opportunities. So in getting accountable and especially working on those positive relationships and getting serious about relationships in your life, what that means is you're vulnerable with them. And we talk about, I talk about intimacy a lot and people go, oh, sexual intimacy. No, no. Intimacy is vulnerability plus authenticity. The question you gotta ask yourself is who can you be vulnerable and authentic with in your life? Yeah. Is there anybody that you can be a thousand percent vulnerable with? Can meaning have, I can tell you my struggles. Let your guard
0: down a bit. Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: And but I can also be authentic about it. I don't have to I don't have to fake it. I don't have to fake a, a piety or some holiness. Sure. I can be authentically me and know that I'm accepted in that situation. Do you have anybody like that? Because if not That really leads toward us actually turning in toward ourselves, isolation, loneliness, which can lead toward addiction if we're not careful. Things like porn addiction. But less takes off when we're not held accountable and we don't have good people in our lives who are saying, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. That's not cool. Uh, We don't want to do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and I want to go ahead and get us into number seven because these these are sort of related. Again, all of these are related. We keep saying that. Um, But I think that's great. Again, it's hard to be accountable with people who are not, actively trying to fight the battle themselves right and so again this might be tougher if you're on the younger end and and you're limited in your friend selection you're limited in in who you can go hang out with but especially for you guys who can control it control it to the best of your ability find people who can hold you accountable and be that person that can hold other people accountable as well that's what the church is for that's what the church is all about number seven though let's get into this one um the way you've got it is turn toward people or activities in your life that can help you kind of cope with the stresses of life it can be very easy to turn to lust or to again turn to pornography when you're stressed or when things are not going great man find those activities and find those people who you can turn to instead of lust and instead of that show or that instagram model or whatever it is that we've already talked about that's why we're such big believers in working out that's right. That's right, man. Turn to that, no doubt. Uh, again, finding good friends, finding good hobbies. Going for a round of golf. Going to shoot baskets. Yeah. Um, reading a book. Fill in the blank, whatever. Even video games. We are not big video game fans here, yeah, but no, man, if friend. if you're gonna go surf pornography or go play, you know, NBA 2K or Halo, or whatever it is. We'd rather you play the video games than go look You're at dating porn. yourself with Halo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nobody plays Halo anymore. Great game. Call of Duty Great. now, right? I mean, is it, We might even be dating with that. What is it? What's Fortnite? Fortnite, no, I think well, that's, that's old, too. I think too. that's old, We're too. We're just behind on video games. So, yeah, but the, the point so is, man, find those activities. Find the Go outside. Hike. Again, right. work out. Go for a run. Find those things that you can turn to instead of the Instagram model, model right. and instead of the the nudity-filled TV shows. Because the idea is to run towards something and not away from
1: something. Yeah. And I talk about this a lot in other podcasts and and you know, I'm a big believer and it's always better to run towards something. And when we're, we're running from less, so oh, I need to avoid it here and bounce my eyes and run and run and run and run. And it's going to get me run toward positive things, run toward, um, again, people, the activities that are going to be positive in your life where it's not just about running from less, it's running towards something. And I can't tell you how many guys have stressors in their life. Their parents are going through a divorce. Um, they're getting bullied at school. Their um, just
0: responsibilities in general
1: yeah a friend moves away they move they happen to move or any responsibility that takes place right you're starting to grow up your parents put more responsibility on you you have siblings that are now starting to look up to you all of those things you go man i i feel a lot of weight in my life how easy is it to just turn toward porn or to yeah. turn toward lust yeah or to turn toward instagram and, and be going through instagram and it's a mindless thing and next thing you know it's like oh wow you know there's a couple things on instagram or tiktok that seem to be pretty intriguing from a lust point of view it happens that fast so when you're running towards something positive and you can tell somebody because I'm struggling my parents are really struggling right now and that's that's put a toll on me I feel really responsible for my siblings you want to be able to have those conversations with someone and turn toward the positive run toward creating that in in life in your life instead of just running from lust but I want to go to the last one and you put this on on the outline and I loved it because as we were going through I thought this really is the summation here. We wanted to start with eye bouncing, which was great that you put it number one because all of these really take eye bouncing and just the the control of, again, of Job to say, I'm not going to do it. But we wrap with this one. Constantly, I'm, I'll, I'll read the way you'd put it because I like it. Constantly work to deepen your relationship with God
0: because the closer to God you are, the less tough this battle will be. Get into that. So episode three was how to kind of step up in your relationship with God. And we talked about how a lot of young men... Yeah, that sounds great, and maybe they really want to. They don't know how. They've never been taught. You know, They go to class, Bible class. They go to sermons. They go to youth events, and, and nothing ever really gets taught about how to have a relationship with God. If you're new to the podcast and you haven't gone back and watched that, I encourage you check. Yeah, go back and listen to that. Go back and watch that, how to step up in a relationship with God, because it's so key. It's so fundamental. It's so foundational because of episodes like this, because of topics like this. Do you truly want to grow grow closer to God? And as you work to deepen those relation or that relationship, as you work to to learn more about Him, to study God's Word more, to be a better person, to be a, a more godly young man, again, you will find a shift in your mindset. Rather than, yeah. who cares? Just it's not a big deal. It's just lust. It's just an Instagram model. She's not. You know, she's got some clothes on. You know, again, you can find a million ways to justify yeah. it and think that it's not that big a deal the more hard, the harder you're working to, to get to know God better and to be a better person, be a better Christian, the more your mind's going to, again, kind of shift and say, no, there is something wrong with that. No, this is something, but your conscience is going to eat at you. And you're going to say, no, I shouldn't be going here. I shouldn't be watching this again. If you're never plugged into God, you're never in your studying God's word. You're never tuned into Bible class. You're not really listening to the sermon. You don't pray, sure is a whole lot easier to, again, oh, yeah. go places you shouldn't go and watch right. things you shouldn't watch and follow people you shouldn't follow versus the person who's actively invested in trying to get to know God better. Again, it's just a mindset shift. It yep. might be a little bit hard for me to tangibly explain or, or even you know quantify, but it, that's the way it works. And that we're also bringing
1: grace into this and realizing yeah. if you are struggling with lust, there's grace for that. And the more you get to know God, the more you get to know his grace and his love and and His mercy at the depths, right? Like, you cannot you cannot push through the bottom of God's love to the point where it's like, oh, I've dropped out of that. No, God's love for you is is forever long, forever deep. His, you know, His value that He has for you is forever high. I mean, He put the blood of Christ, right? Is That's how much He values you. When you get to know a God like that, and when you're able to experience His grace on a very heartfelt, tangible, you know, groundbreaking level, really, I mean, for you, it goes all the way to the to the bottom floor, all the way up. What that does is it it causes us to say, why would I not want to love this God more? Why would I not want to pursue Him more? Why would I not want the relationship with Him? And you know what? I realize one of the biggest reasons to get a less is because it does hurt Him. It hurts yeah. my relationship with Him because it's taking something that He told me not to do, I'm running toward that instead of running toward Him, And in this situation, it's not my season in life. If I'm 16, it's not my season in life to be lusting after my girlfriend or lusting after these girls online. That's not what God intended for that. Right. He wanted me to pursue real relationships with people in my life, with other men in my life, I'd say, where I can be vulnerable and authentic. And he wanted me to pursue him. And the more I know him, the more I know his love and I know the glory that he's calling me to. And man, that feels incredible when we're not just knowing it here, but we're feeling it internally in our hearts.
0: This is, again... This is where we wanted to wrap up because there's so many – all these things we've talked about are so incredibly important. It it matters that you're not following them on social media. It matters that you're not plunging yourself headfirst because one of the things that we didn't have time to get into – is, you know, everybody always goes to 1 Corinthians 10 about, oh, God, God will make a way of escape, right? Right. And it's true. He will. But you have to be willing to take that way of escape. God's not going to right. push you through the door of escape. You have to be willing to step through it. And so many guys, whether it be going to the, the beach in July or going to the pool party or, again, following the 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 Instagram model or whatever it is, they're not looking for God's open door right. to, to escape temptation. They're plunging headfirst into temptation. And so this is one of those things that yes, God will make a way of escape, but you have to be actively looking for that way of escape. You have to be looking to know him and to, to know him better. And then that way of escape, you're gonna it's gonna be a whole lot easier to to take that path instead of the path that the rest of the world is telling you is perfectly normal for you to take. This is it's incredibly important why we wanted to end with this. That's right. Again, this
1: is not the pornography episode. There's ways to get out of porn um, that actually differ a little bit from this. These are great first steps to getting yeah. to breaking free from lust in general and and to deal with lust and to manage it and to to work around it and to work away from it and to really pursue what God wanted us to pursue. He put the idea of, of again, I think, sexual desire in us to desire relationship ultimately. That's why it's so yeah. good in a great marriage. So all this is is relationship. We're desiring a relationship. And if you really get serious about... I'm lusting after this woman, what is it that I want from her? And I wanted to, I know we're kind of coming toward the end here, but I also wanted to make that point like, what is this about for you? So often when we actually think about it, it's like, I just want her to want me.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm looking at that girl and I'd love if she came up and talked to me because I'd love to be able to impress her. I'd love to help, have her think that I'm something. And So is it really just about her without her clothes on or is it about the relationship you wish you had with sure. this girl that could make you feel better about yourself? If we're really going to dig into it, lust is about us not feeling good enough in ourselves and wanting somebody to uh, affirm us and confirm that we have value and that we have worth. Find it in other places. Find it from God. Find it from other brothers in Christ, other people in your life. And the sisters in Christ don't make it about lust. Have those relationships that are really good, that are a brother-sister type relationship, as Paul calls Timothy to. And allow that to to bolster you and to make you feel like you are worthy, that you can feel the worthiness of God.
0: Absolutely. And again, we're we're realists here. I would say 100, I said 99.9, 100% of guys that are watching this, I would say struggle with this. If if you're one of those guys that's just like, nope, not really a problem for me. I don't believe you, but more power yeah, to you. I was you know going to say, I mean? good for you. We good recognize you. a lot of people, Everybody, virtually every guy is going to struggle with this at some point. And so we hope what we provided has been helpful. If you want more info, if, if you if you maybe want some more information again about how this stuff works or maybe what's helped us in the past, Message us on Instagram, message us on Absolutely. Facebook, reach out to us. I understand this YouTube comment might not be the best way to do that, but if you'd like to go for it, but we felt, we really felt the need for this episode yeah. It is one of those that we knew we had to get to eventually. And we've covered how to talk to girls. We've covered the relationship with God part. And yeah. so we decided, Hey, let's tackle this one. So again, if, if you want more information, if you have other questions, reach out to us, there's a billion ways you can. Um, but do you have anything else to add for yeah. for the guys for this one? This has been episode 13 of the Godly Young Men, Godly Young Men podcast. We appreciate you joining us. We'll be back next week for episode 14.